Hey, everybody, and welcome to the On Deck Podcast presented by Line Star. I'm Shannon Somerville. We'll be joined by Tyler Weeman in just a bit to go over some of your daily fantasy baseball projections, as well as some prop bets and some home run calls. But first things first, let's kick things off with a weather report. Taking a look at some doubleheader action, Arizona at Washington, be around 50 degrees, 22% chance of rain, partly cloudy, 18 mile an hour winds out to right. Then over at City Field, another doubleheader there as the Giants take on the Mets. 51 degrees, 3% chance of rain, and 26 mile an hour winds to right. We've got the White Sox at the Guardians. 41 degrees, 8% chance of rain, and 21 mile an hour winds left to right. We'll go over to Detroit, where the Yankees are paying a visit. 40 degrees there, 17% chance of rain. 13 mile an hour winds to left. Toronto at Boston, 48 degrees there, 10% chance of rain and 14 mile an hour winds to center. Tampa Bay Rays at the Cubs. Wrigley Field will be around 42 degrees, no chance of rain there, 9 mile an hour winds, just some light breeze that will be blowing in right to left. Then taking a look at Minnesota at Kansas City, 55 degrees at Kauffman Stadium, 25% chance of rain. Possible rain out conditions here. Winds will be around 10 mile an hour winds right to left. Phillies at Rockies. This one will be the warmest game of the day. 73 degrees at Coors Field, 1% chance of rain and 13 mile an hour winds out to right. Baltimore at Oakland, 58 degrees there. No chance of rain, clear sky, six mile an hour wind, so very light breeze out to right. Then taking a look at San Diego, the Reds paying a visit to the Padres, 61 degrees there, no chance of rain, and eight mile an hour winds left to right. Last week, we've got the Braves at the Dodgers in a 10-10 first pitch, 63 degrees, 0% chance of rain, clear skies, and 12 mile an hour winds to right center. So that's a look at our weather forecast for today. Not as bad as yesterday, but still some conditions to keep an eye on. Now, Tyler Weeman joins us to talk a little daily fantasy baseball projections. And first things first, we got to talk about some highly owned pitchers today. And when you talk about a highly owned pitcher, you're going to always see Corbin Burns pop up. The Brewers righty is taking on the Pirates mm-hmm. today and is highly owned. What do you expect from him in his matchup today? Yeah, obviously he's going to be highly owned. He's by far the best pitcher on the slate. I mean, I shouldn't say by far, but he is the best pitcher on the Mm -hmm. slate. He has a 30% uh, combined K rate. He's going against Pittsburgh, who only has a a 3.1 implied team total. So pretty much it's the classic good pitcher versus bad offense, which is going to just raise the uh, ownership quite a bit. The other thing today is that there's three pitchers way higher owned than everybody else. And so when, you know, your selection of pitchers gets pushed down so much, ownership goes up a little bit higher too. Where Corbin Burns, we're looking at probably around 60% on Mm DraftKings and 50% on FanDuel. So something definitely to take note there. He did toss seven shutout innings last time out, so... Maybe worth the money or... Absolutely. I mean, he's, he's in a great spot. Today's could be a day where you don't want to get too tricky a pitcher too. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Padres righty Joe Musgrove going up against the Reds today. 50% owned on DraftKings. What are you liking about the Moose's matchup today? 
All right, we've been talking a lot of Padres to start this season. I promise I'm not trying to push that in. It is just what ownership projections right. are showing us as far as Musgrove. But he is he's a good pitcher. He's in a decent spot. He has a 26 combined K rate. Over his last five starts, he actually has a super low 2.93 FIP. Uh, just to put that into perspective, over his last 20, it's at like 3.93. Mm-hmm. So he's been quite a bit better lately than he has sure. historically. Uh, the other thing is we can go back to implied total. Cincinnati is 3.4, which is another one of the lowest ones on the slate. The bad with Musgrove today is in 48 uh, plate appearances, Cincinnati is hitting 286 versus him, mm-hmm. and they have five home runs with only a 12% K rate. So, right, maybe the upside isn't quite there, but I mean, he the is Reds a good are p- still not batting well this season, I, and we they've been awful. <laughs> been ragging on them the past few days, yeah. actually, kind of picking on them a little bit, um, but for a good reason. They have the second lowest batting average and the fifth highest strikeout rate right now. Yeah, I mean, and what do we really expect? Like their their total salary is like ten percent of what the Dodgers are. Right. <laughs> so it could be a good option if you're. Uh, we would take a little bit of a risk there. Let's talk about Robbie Ray, Seattle Mariners lefty, going up against Texas today. Coming off maybe not a great outing versus the White Sox where he gave up six earned runs. Three of those were home runs. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you like about his matchup against the Rangers? So I'll start with Robbie Ray's coming in probably around 30% on DraftKings and like 17, 15 to 17% on FanDuel. Mm-hmm. Robbie Ray's obviously good pitcher, Cy Young sure. winner from last yes. year. So all of that is good stuff. The other thing is he's done really well against Texas. He has in 78 plate attempts, he Texas is hitting 143 against him, and they have a 39% K rate. Okay, I like those <laughs> odds right there. Uh, but there is some bad to go about with, with okay. uh, Robbie Ray. One thing is if you look over his last 20 starts, his FIP is significantly lower or higher than his ERA. His ERA is only 2.7, but the FIP is pushing 3.7. Another thing is on over the last five starts, his FIP has been 7.31. So he's been significantly worse recently. Hmm. Uh, Ray has always been a pitcher who has been extremely good. He has great stuff, but has had command problems. And over the last... uh, five games or so he's walking 4.6 batters per nine so his command may have been slipping a little bit which is obviously something to watch and Uh, it's not there it seems like it's really not there and hitters are taking advantage and meanwhile texas has a 181 wrc plus Mm -hmm. against uh, lefties so this one really could go either way sure Uh, good points there so let's take a look now at some low-owned pitchers which it's weird to see Walker Bueller mm-hmm. as a low-owned pitcher. Um, the Dodgers are taking on the Braves again today. So you like this matchup for him? Yeah. Well, it, again, it's a decent offense. We went over this yesterday. Atlanta is a good offense, although they've started with a little bit sluggish. Right now they're only kind of a middle-of-the-road offense, but sure. we know their potential. And anytime I see a potential Cy Young pitcher at like 5%, draws my attention I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be interested so that's one thing his combined k rate is gonna be 24 percent 
but in 130 plate attempts, Elena's actually hitting him decently. Mm-hmm. And they are giving, uh, he's giving up a 285 average and about a 26% K rate with Bueller. So this one really is another one could go either way. Right. It is a lower implied total, you know, with that ownership savings on some other guys. I'm absolutely worth I love Walker Bueller. He was my pick this year for a Cy Young candidate. I think mm-hmm. it's the passing of the torch from Clayton Kershaw to him, and he's just going to take it, it and run with could it. could be. He's a great pitcher. But it could be interesting to see, you know, when the Braves' bats emerge because we know they're going to, right? It's, it's just a matter of time. It's a matter of time, of time. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it waits till Acuna's back. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe it, maybe it does, and yeah. that's the spark that they need. Let's take a look at uh, Cole Irvin for the Oakland A's. Mm-hmm. The lefty is going up against the Baltimore Orioles. Now, he hasn't thrown a lot of strikeouts this Mm -mm. season at all, um, but the Orioles are the sixth worst team in terms of batting average this season. Is that kind of where you're targeting with this matchup? That's totally it. Cole Cole is cheap. As we've kind of gone over, there's besides, you know, really Burns, there's a lot of question marks on this slate for pitchers. Mm -hmm. Irving seems kind of like a safer, safer option. Baltimore striking out 30% of the time. Uh, and has a super low 0.077 ISO versus lefties. So it's really something, you know, to target. Also, just kind of some historicals on their splits and 224 plate attempts versus lefties. Baltimore is only hitting 227, and they have almost a 28% K rate. So they have a decent history as just being bad against lefties. Mm -hmm. Uh, Irving's... Not a spectacular pitcher, mm-hmm. 16% K rate, but I think he could get it done. And the implied total for Baltimore is only 3.6. All right, so just kind of taking advantage of some stats and yeah, anytime and you can do that. Exactly. And again, you know, if you went Irving and Burns, you're right. yeah. saving a lot of money with Irving. You're paying up with Burns, and it's still going to let you get to some of the better stacks on the sure. site. Speaking of better stacks, mm-hmm. perfect segue. Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> we'll take a look at the highest owned stacks here. Phillies going up against Kyle Freeland. Looks like this is a scenario where we're just going to Coors Field um, for obvious reasons. Absolutely. And Coors Field let all of us down yesterday. It really did. I think you had your home pick my with home Coors. Run pick. Uh, Ryan's home run pick was Coors. I think my uh, prop bet was Coors. All of them failed. But it happens. These things happen. And but we're going back there today for our. The rest of the gambling DFS world was all over Phillies yesterday, Mm -hmm. also. So maybe that keeps their ownership a little bit further down. Sure. Where you know it should just be like yesterday, where they're super high owned. Uh, But in Colorado, big reason why. And then Freeland is also giving up a lot of hard contact to righties at a point two two five ISO. So we don't really need to go into too much detail. No, he gave up five runs in each of his starts. I yeah. think just one strikeout in his last game. So exactly. Definitely Philly's bats um, could mm-hmm. unload on him, potentially. Absolutely. And then on the other side of that matchup, we've got the Rockies going up against righty Kyle mm-hmm. Gibson. Last time out, he gave up four earned runs to the Marlins. Um, although in his first start, he looked really good. Ten strikeouts mm-hmm. and seven scoreless. So it's kind of like, which one are we going to see? If this wasn't in Colorado, I absolutely be, would be writing up Gibson as like a low owned play today. Mm-hmm. But it's in Colorado. But it right. So, Good point. you know, there's the high implied total, which took me off of him. Um, 
Colorado is also a top 10 team versus righties. They have a 116 WRC plus to start the year. Gibson has shown times where he can get, get hit hard. A lot of his stuff is based on movement. So mm-hmm. in Colorado and that altitude, if right. pitch isn't moving as much, he can get hard, hit hard. All right. So those are some high owned stacks to target. Now let's mm-hmm. take a look at some of the lower owned stacks. And the first one we're going to look at is Boston going up against uh, Yusei Keikuchi for Toronto. Now, what do you like about this matchup? I like that you just nailed the pronunciation. Oh, yeah. We looked, <laughs> we looked that up just to make sure before. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I don't understand why Boston isn't higher owned today. They have the second highest game total on the slate. They have the third highest team implied total behind both the Colorado teams. But ownership's just kind of forgotten about them. And mm-hmm. in 35 plate attempts, Boston's hitting 273 versus Kikuchi with a solid .364 ISO. So they're hitting him hard. Uh, Kikuchi's also way worse against righties, and Boston has a lot of good ones. So it's, you know, we don't really yeah. need to stretch it out. Sure. All right, Seattle going up against Texas Rangers righty John Gray, who most recently gave up three mm-hmm. earned runs, uh, two walks, four strikeouts, and four innings pitched. Um, what are you liking about that matchup? So this is a little bit of a risky one. Mm-hmm. Seattle's going to be virtually unowned. Uh, but John Gray is a very inconsistent pitcher. Right. He has spent his whole career in Colorado, but he's always been worse going away. Which That's so fascinating doesn't make sense so i'm thinking that that home away splits might even be further apart this year now that he's in texas uh and so again he's going away Mm -hmm. uh just to show some data as far as him his home a road at home in colorado is a giving up like a 257 average away 263 Mm -hmm. which again it's not significant but it's a colorado versus given the fact that it's course yeah Uh, in his career, his ERA away is 467. So he absolutely can get hard. The other thing is that Seattle in 43 plate attempts is hitting 250 versus him with a pretty high 0.306 ISO. So Seattle's hitting gray hard in the past. He's away. You know, I'm going to take my swings. All right. So some great options for you in daily fantasy. If you are playing today, as always, make sure you check weather conditions, lineups, et cetera. Mm -hmm before you place your lineup into all those contests of which Tyler's pretty good at won $10,000 last week. We're going to keep bragging about you for that. That's pretty awesome. Before we move on, you know, I actually do want to add one more, which is the Dodgers. And Mm -hmm. we can kind of tease this because he may, Dodgers may come up in a little bit uh, for somebody's prop bet, but the Dodgers have hit Freed really hard. So don't just because he is a good pitcher, don't totally count uh cancel them out. Yeah. Freed is giving up a three fourteen average versus the Dodgers and nine home runs and 155 plate attempts. That was something I was looking at earlier, and I'm glad you made that point because mm-hmm. you see one of the top pitchers and you automatically are trying to stay away from them. But then when you look deeper into it, I was looking at some of the Dodgers hitting mm-hmm. against him and you said, wow, they can, get, they can get to him. Yeah. So, they absolutely historically could. speaking. Um, and they're another one where they're an expensive stack. If nobody's on them, the lineup's full of great hitters, right. You know, where they can really get after a team. And if you get to Atlanta's bullpen, you know, maybe you mm-hmm. can beat them up yeah. a little bit more. 
All right, well, good luck in your daily fantasy. And now it is time for our home run mm -hmm. calls. Now, we have gotten one, one of us has mm -hmm. gotten the home run call correct every game this season, with the exception of yesterday. Yeah. We all stumble sometimes. It's, it's a part of the game. Weeples wobble. But it's how you get back up. <laughs> And I think we do that today. <laughs> Who's I your home agree. run pick for today? I am going to the Phillies in Colorado. Might be cheating a little bit, but we're going to go Nick Castellanos, which nice. I butchered that. But just a course <laughs> field game. We're just liking the yeah. match up there. Hey, exactly. It's, it's in Coors. He hits uh, the opposing pitcher yeah. hard. Freeland gives up home runs. It's well, I am oh, we going got. to Wrigley Field. I'm taking a look at Seiya Suzuki. He's just been one of the best stories, in my opinion, in Major League Baseball right now. Just absolutely on fire, batting 429 on the season. Are you kidding me? He's been incredible. Just awesome. Four home runs, 938 slugging versus right-handed pitching. So he's going up against Rays righty Matt Whistler at Wrigley. Of course, it's probably an opener situation with the Rays, so he'll probably – see some other different pitchers as well but i think he goes yard today at wrigley he's just been so phenomenal he was my pick for rookie of the year mm -hmm. at the beginning of the season and do you really see anyone catching that guy for that award i mean it's real early in the season but it right is, now he is no. i think 28 but yeah you know so yeah, it's, a little it's still bit, his first year and... yeah it's he's still considered rookie yeah. status so i do think he goes yard today at wrigley field We'll have I to like keep it. an eye on that. I Make like sure it. to follow us on Twitter and retweet us with our home run picks for your chance to win some merchandise, some cash. So keep an eye on that. Now it is time for prop bets. Mm -hmm. Seven in a row. It's pretty incredible feeling being on a roll. Oh my gosh, do we have actual pyrotechnics today? Is this a candle? This is a candle. Oh my God. Seven we got row. seven in a row. Wow. This is. It, it's the start of our pirate. special moment. Spart <laughs> of our seven, props. Seven, seven props in a row. I'd like to thank everybody at Limestar. <laughs> no. Um, this is awesome. I'm guessing we're not allowed fire yet in the set. I, well, that's <laughs> fire. You know, we have it's some. It's against fire building codes. <laughs> exactly. But um, awesome. So, yeah, we've been kind of on a roll with our props. So we're trying to keep it going. She's been I've, killing I've it. I've been feeling a little more pressure. But yesterday I was saying uh, I picked Freddie Freeman over one and a half bases. Yes. And he hits the bomb, which was mm -hmm. awesome. I just felt like I was watching like a Taylor Swift song, like a Taylor Swift <laughs> revenge song, but baseball. It was kind of a beautiful thing. And um, I was actually at the DMV and I got your text. And I was like, yes, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, first so at bat versus... On fire, seven team. in a row, going for eight mm -hmm. today. So, do you want to go first? Should I go first? I mean, you got to I got to go first. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go Trey Turner. I'm sticking with the Dodgers. They did me right yesterday. Freddie Freeman was awesome. So, over one and a half bases. Now, this is at plus 115, which is, I think, pretty good value. I took a closer look. Now, he's only gotten to that in four games this season. So, I think that's why it's a little. it's on the plus side. But he's batting 310 this season. Mm -hmm. He's been playing awesome. His career numbers against Freed, 333 average, 7 for 21 with a home run in there as well. Mm -hmm. So he has some good statistics on his side when you're talking about his numbers historically uh, against Freed. 
I think he goes over one and a half, and we'll see if the streak continues. Where are you headed for your prop bet? I like it. And Turner is one of the ones that I was talking about that's hit Freed very hard. Uh, I am going to Boston. We're going J.D. We're Martinez. We're shipping up to Boston. Plus like 130. Okay. The value was just... Plus 130? W- plus 130. Wow. It was way too good to pass up to get an RBI. So multiple guys in front of Freeman have great Wobos. So they could get on base. Uh, Kikuchi is also giving a lot, giving up a lot mm-hmm. of hard contact to righties. Meanwhile, JD Martinez has a 0.413 Woba and a 2.92 ISO. He was actually, I almost picked him to be my home run call. So I, I like him quite a bit, mm-hmm. but I pivoted and he is my prop bet. One R to get over 0.5 RBIs plus 130. Awesome. So keep an eye on our prop bets yes. and. Am I going to get an eight tomorrow? Hopefully. You'll have, to, you'll have to watch tomorrow and see. Let's go. This is awesome. So excited about that. Now, remember, you can follow us for more stats and analytics to help you place your prop bets. Make sure to go to linestarapp.com. And if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to hit the like and subscribe button. Best of luck to you out there on your prop bets and your daily fantasy. And we'll see you again tomorrow. Have a good one.